0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And
1: again on Chum FM. And now for an experiment in stereo sound. If you have a television set, move it into the center of your living room. Roll up the carpet and place it parallel to the east wall of your house. Now, would you move your radio set to the right-hand corner of the room, taking care not to set fire to the furniture. (laughs) Turn up the volume of your radio. Now, stand or crouch between between the radio and the television set with one ear on either side of your head. (laughs) Turn up the sound on your television set to maximum volume and now listen carefully. Can you hear that lifelike knocking? That's the neighbours complaining about the noise. (laughs) Did you hear that lifelike music? Well, that was Dave Lee complaining that once again Tim Brooke taylor John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall and Biloddy are here. And that means, as the immortal bard once said...
0: It's... I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Again.
1: Excuse me, sir? Uh, Yes, Constable? Why are you carrying that light? To see my way, Constable. In that case, sir, I'm afraid I shall have to book you. What on earth for? For riding lights without a bicycle, sir. (laughs) What? I think I'd better test your brakes when I'm about it. Would you mind just running up and down for a minute or two? (laughs) And doing an emergency stop when I give the signal? Well, if it's really necessary. eh? I'm afraid it is, sir. Well, all right. Now! Faulty brakes, I thought, (laughs) so. Excuse me, sir, but what do you do when you want someone to get out of the way? Well, I say, excuse me, please. Is that all? Yes. No brakes, no bell? No. Oh, that's not much use. What happens if you're travelling at 60 miles an hour and a kid jumps out in front of you? Well, I I mean, I couldn't possibly travel at that speed. Well, I'm afraid that won't do, sir. After all, I've only got your word for it. For all I know, you may be souped up to the eyeballs and capable of doing (laughs) 90. Oh, right. Look, if it makes you feel any better, I have got a bell and a horn. Mm, perhaps I am hear the name, sir. Oh, certainly, yes. Bring, bring. <laughs> oh, poop, poop. Inadequate horn and bell. Right. I suppose the rest of you is in good working order? Well, oh, look, of course it is. Hey, here, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just riding wash me in the dirt on your neck, sir. <laughs> if you don't keep it clean, the bodywork tends to fall to pieces and then anything can happen. Well, I've just been washed. And oil, sir? Why, if you insist. Well, oil? Yes. Drunk? No, I no. I thought so. In that case, I shall have to ask you to put into the side, sir. And if I were you, I'd stay put till you sober up. All right. All right. You win. Thank you, sir. Do you know, sir, there's one thing I never bargained for when I joined the force. What was that? This wonderful sense of power. <laughs> I'm beginning to think it's time to go Because I can feel my resistance getting low So please don't stop anything No, don't, no, no, no Oh, stop it, I like it So I'm going to get in my car and drive away Whatever's making you think I'd want to stay So I'll just say goodbye and I'll see you tomorrow, eh? Hey, hey, stop it, I like it Now don't touch just a little bit closer Why can't I be alone with you? Go now, slow down, jump. I want you to do And I'm not getting pushed out from you All right, I made up my mind Unlock the door I should have tried to be firm with you before All right, then, that's enough No, no Stop it, I like it Right then, that's it I'm off now No, 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 no Don't try to stop me, I'm going. Au revoir Bye-bye Au revoir
2: Bye-bye Bye-bye Give it a kiss
1: Once again, we bring you our full-color guide to romantic places. Come with us now to The Golden City. Morning.
0: Morning? Morning, Morning,
1: and the eastern sun wakes the temples and minarets that tower above the streets of the ancient city that is named after David, Jerusalem. Jerusalem soon the streets begin to come to life, filled with the sound of running hooves, running feet, and running noses. (laughs) Here, a beggar squats, posing for a color supplement. From all, from all countries of the world, the Americans pour in. (laughs) they happily photograph each other outside the Pontius Pilot Memorial Wash House. <laughs> or stop off for a refreshing local drink of imported American beer. Am, oh, am. shut up! On the nearby Sea of Galilee, the children sail, water ski, or walk. Soon, soon the hot, heavy-smelling night the British ambassador, Sir Rumbold Hartley, <laughs> steals softly in, and as the sun says farewell in its own inadequate way,
2: Bye-bye.
1: the muezzins, the muezzins are still calling prayers, hymns, songs of praise, and advertisements. <laughs>
0: Well, of course I do. What does it feel like?
2: <laughs>
1: what does it feel like?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's hard to explain. Well, Shakespeare did it. Yes, but I'm not like Shakespeare. He was bald.
0: Just try and tell me. Well, well it's like being drunk with happiness. But you're always sick when you're drunk. Yes, it's like that
1: moment when the home team scores the winning goal.
0: Like last week at Wembley when you kissed that man sitting next to you? (laughs) Is that what love means to you? No, no, please try and understand. I do. It's all too clear. Well, what is love to you? Love. Love is like the first day of spring. i guess. (laughs)
1: Disgusting.
0: <laughs> the first day of spring isn't disgusting.
1: You just ask any animal what he thinks about on the first day of spring. <laughs> disgusting.
0: How many animals have you asked?
1: Well, I asked my dog.
0: And what did he say? He
1: bit my nose. Well, I'm not,
0: <laughs> I'm not surprised with that mangy creature. You are
1: steady on a minute. I love that dog. You love him, eh?
0: More than you love me? Well, oh, that's completely different. I should hope so, comparing me to a dog. You never did.
1: Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate.
0: Ah, that's more like
1: it. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May.
0: Who's May? May
1: the month. Oh. That was Shakespeare.
0: What did I tell you? He knows what he's talking about.
1: Yes, but he's bald and dead.
0: That wouldn't be much use to me. No.
1: You know, words can't express the love I feel for you.
0: Why didn't you say that in the first place? I didn't think of it. Oh, it's good. It's good. Words can't express the love I feel for you. Express it some other way, then,
2: darling, darling. Darling.
1: We've had a lot of requests recently for a straight song, so here's a rendering by curvaceous Bill Oddie, B.A., with Dave Lee and the session man of These Foolish Things.
2: Oh, that never let me be. Oh, will you never set me free? The ties that bound us Are
1: still around us There's no escape that I can see And still those little things remain That bring me happiness and pain
2: Ah!
1: A cigarette there's a lipstick trace. Ah. An airline ticket to romantic places. All passengers who flight 59 to Hong Kong and Honolulu. We... Yeah. Yeah. You missed it. You've 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 missed it.
2: You've missed it. 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 you have ah, missed you you
1: This is 104 Chum FM. Today in our series Beezer Soccer Yarns, we show you a profile of one of the great footballers of our time. Hasn't he got a big nose? Yes, today the spotlight falls on Angus Prune. <laughs> Football fans will always speak of his name with awe. Little Angus Prune. Oh. Angus Prune came of Yorkshire parents, though his mother and father were Welsh.
2: It was
1: was obvious as a baby that he was well built for ball games. Firm and round, and the kids used to... And the kids used to kick him up and down in the backyard. He was dribbling at ten and talking at twelve. Angus was one of eight children, and Mrs. Prune, his mother, remembers him.
0: He was the tall one with the blonde curly hair.
1: Uh, no...
0: Oh, then he must have been the rather pale one with the squints.
1: No.
0: Was he a girl? No. Oh, I give
1: up. Yeah. It was September, at the start of a new season, when a shy, tousle-haired, blue-eyed little urchin tapped boldly on the manager's door and asked if he could become a footballer. Three years later, he was playing for England. His name? Stanley Matthews. <laughs> Angus Prune was not so lucky. <laughs> at 17, he was spotted. But then so are most 17-year-olds at last just after his 48th birthday he signed on with livermouth united and so
0: he was say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
1: Put into the B team.
0: And a pretty B team it was too.
1: (laughs) But despite these setbacks, one day he was called into the manager's office. Come in, lad. Prune, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, that's a relief. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to be honest with you, lad, but it's not in my nature. Fact is, football club's in a bad way. I've been looking at you, Prune. You're a genuine two-footed footballer. So you're small enough to slip between people's legs. And I want you to be our skipper. Now, what do you say to that? I can't skip, sir. Well, I say your brains are in your feet, and I can well believe it. Look, you will take over my team, put us back on to Butt League, and by end of the season, I'll give you 10% of your earnings and a bone every Wednesday. Now, can I say fairer than that? I don't know. Fairer than that? Well done. Thank you. But one day, disaster struck. In the game against Chelsea, Angus Prune scored five minutes after the kick-off. But Mr. Harbottom forgot to throw him his sugar lump and he went wild and savaged the referee. <laughs> and so he was brought before the disciplinary committee of the dear old Football Association. Angus and you've been found guilty of of tapping, pulling, pushing, gouging, tearing, and hiding the ball down your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of barbaric savagery has no place in English football, and so... No! Yes, we're sending you off to Italy, where it's oh, quite in order. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, Prue, and we're depending on you. Yes, sir. You've got to pretend you're a genuine Italian, mm-hmm. you see. We want you to play with them, spy out their talent, study them, and make a note of their best players. And then... Kick them in the shins, butt them, punch them, throw bricks at them, anything you like. But for heaven's sake, don't do anything that would make them suspect you. (laughs) Very well, sir. I'll do my best to (laughs) that. Angus immediately brought himself some Italian clothes. Prune looked a lot smoother now, and so he changed his name to Grape. (laughs) <laughs> and so it was that Italian sports writers prepared to welcome Beniamino Grappe, long-lost hero of Italian football Everyone was amazed when he stepped out of the plane at Palermo It didn't stop there <laughs> So for two weeks he sat on the airport steps, feeling forgotten At last, a car drew up and his new manager called to him Hey, you're a Garpe. He gave me quite a start but he caught me after half a mile. <laughs> and I set about convincing him I was a true Roman. You're a bandy eh? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Hello, Caesar. Uh, you don't look much like an Italiano to me. You don't sound much like an Italiano to me. <laughs> mia! Mm. I know these Italians are romantic, but this is ridiculous. During the next few weeks, Angus got on very well with his teammates. We were just good friends. <laughs> then came a hot afternoon in Rome, and the streets were filled with elephants and hippos. It was the day of the big game. Rome Rovers Rovers were to meet Milan Albion in the clash of the season. Milan were known as a star-studded side. Why? They wore tinsel on their boots. (laughs) In the London office of the Football Association, the bosses listened anxiously to the commentary of the game, specially relayed by Kenneth Wollstone please. And here in Florence, it's good afternoon from the seething, sun-soaked, fettuccine cape cauldron of simmering Latin passion that is Rome's famed super-stadium of light here in Milan. Oh, what a crowd we've got here today. 68,721 raving Romans and milling Milanese in an atmosphere so emotional, even the seats are in tears. And Rome have won the toss, and they're playing with the wind. And the teams are lining up, and the referees whistle goes. And he's borrowed another one off, and Rome, the team of international stars, are on the attack. A uh, Ping Chow Min out to Brunovich, Brunovich inside to McTracken, through to Sheik, Wadi Ben Ahmed, Sludevon, Trax and Schnitz, back to Harrison Brownlow, out to Mboko, to Goldberg, Goldberg out to Antelli, out to the wing and going it. the Grape of Rome and Giuseppe of Milan. The Grape's been squeezed out, which makes him wide. <laughs> and he's got it again, and Grape's lost his temper, and Giuseppe's lost his shorts. Grape's searching into the penalty area, and he hits the post. And he hits the goalkeeper, and he hits the referee, and the referee hits the fullback, they're going wild. The crowd's joining in. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna stop them. Oh, they've all fallen asleep. <laughs> Angus Prune, A.S. Benjamino Grappe, was brought before the disciplinary committee of the Italian Football Association. Benjamino Grappe, you have been found guilty of ankle-tapping, a pulling, a pushing, a tearing, and a gouging, <laughs> and what's more, permanently maiming seven members of our international side, and so... No! Yes, we are sending you to England. No. <laughs> We're depending on you, Greg. We'll have to play the English soon, so see what you can do to them. Yes, sir. Good luck. May we all wish you a Hmm... Oh, no, here we go again. Oh, mm, I'm getting to like it. <laughs> and so little Angus Prune returned to England as a hero. His job well done, and he joined Livermouth United. But the glamorous ways of Italian football had made him a changed man. I should say. <laughs> Wash well, me gently, Jeremy. Yes, Mr. Prune. Now, have we got anything? A boots, shorts, shin pads, eyeliner. Yes, yes, and do it a little heavier this time. From the back of the stand, they can't see my wink. Very good, sir. <laughs> Yes, it is pretty good. Jeremy, what are these? These are the club's colours, sir. I would be seeing dead in them. Give me my mohair with the suede pockets. You will can't. You <laughs> can't play in that, sir. It's your best. Jeremy, I can. And I will. And he did. Angus became a real showman. The climax of his career came when he won three Oscars for his performance in the cup final. <laughs> he was invited to the Variety Club banquet. Angus sat by the chairman's lovely daughter. And during the meal, he felt a strange hotness tingling down his spine. He knew what it meant. I'm uh,
0: sorry, sir. I spilt the soup down your neck. <laughs> now, look, I've got to take my shirt off. Allow me. Who are you? I'm the chairman's lovely daughter, Lydia Dishwater. <laughs> oh, oh <boy>. Angus, <laughs> Angus, come a little closer. <clears throat> mm, you're trembling. It's cold without my shirt. <laughs> I've been watching you. You seem so restless, as if you're looking for something. Yes, I am. So am I, really... Yeah, and I think we found it. Thank goodness for that. Wait here till I come out. No, <laughs> Angus, Angus, don't go. You've got to Angus. stay, stay. Already, it might be too late. <laughs> I'm feeling it dead. oh Angus. Prune and dishwater. Don't you think we could go together? I beg your pardon. <laughs> What did you want? Never, Never mind. mind, it's passed off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so Lydia Dishwater changed her name to his and became Angus Dishwater. <laughs> All of the time, Angus enjoyed his sport and he also played football now and again. <laughs> but Lydia was becoming jealous of his other life, and from little things she said, he guessed she wasn't happy. I
0: can't stand it anymore. I'm sick of it. Sick, sick, sick. All you care about is football. All you talk about is football. Drinks with the boys. Next week's match. The cup. The league. I. on your
1: mind, didn't <laughs> Oh, no. But though they tried to muddle on, Angus's game was effective, very effective. Week after week, he began to score directly instead of the dramatic misses that had become his trademark. Things had come to a pretty pass instead of a hefty kick
0: until one morning... Angus, what are you doing in the sink? I'm all washed up. <laughs>
1: Angus knew that he had to get away from Livermouth and all that it stood for. Uh, what did it stand
0: for? More or less anything.
1: Yes, and so? Mr. Albutton, I want to transfer. Well, we've got butterflies, flags of the world, or wildflowers of England. No, 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 sir, I want to go now. Can't you wait? No. <laughs> and so, little Angus Prune left Livermouth and Lydia behind him and set out to climb once more the ladder of football fame. He put his best foot forward, and with his chin in the air, pride in his eyes and hope in his heart, he took a train for London and was never heard of again. Funny game, play, though, then. <laughs> Glad you think so. Thank you. So, the Angus Broom tune brings to an end another edition of I'm Sorry I'll Read It Again, brought to you by the makers of Rhubarb Tart, the wonder cure for wonky trunnions. The voices you heard belonged to Tim Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall and Bilotti. The scripts were written by Tim Taylor, Eric Idle, Clive James and Bilotti and the songs by Bilotti. The music was provided by Dave Lee with arrangements by Leon Cohen. And the show was produced by Who Shall Be Nameless. <laughs> so that's it until the same time next week when you'll hear John Otto Cleese saying in his own inimitable way...
0: In his own inimitable way. <laughs>